all our fine fuckers. How is it going? Top of the morning to you, you dirty whores. Um, what is going down? Friday evening, twenty eight twenty six. Wow, eight twenty six p.m. Jesus, I'm doing this before I go out gallivanting. The things I do for you, dirty whores, is immense, and at the same time, nothing at all. Um, so that's nice. It's a good mix of the the nobility and the inadequate um come on brain give us a word the inadequate uh pointlessness of it all that's that's a good mix that we like here in the podcast we like to be noble and then pointlessly inadequate too so it's a it's a love if you're just tuning in for the first time if you're gathered around with your son and your daughter your husband or your wife and you're all saying tonight's tonight guys we're going to listen to this podcast the random podcast with me marquez uh episode 169 uh oh how's your how's your how's your aunt jane um this is what it's going to be like you're going to be confused a lot of time a lot of confusion sexually confused you're going to be like wow his voice it sounds like a flute um and does he know what he's going to say next? The answer is no, but also yes. I know there's an ending, and the ending is when I say it's over. Uh, so it's just a matter of getting there. It's like life. It's just get to the end, and then you die, and then you're, you realize, shit, was it worth it? Did I, should I have done something else in my life? Right now, no. You made the right call. You tuned in to this on the wireless, sticking on the old wireless. You're driving on a truck through uh, Texas. You're headed towards Vegas to uh, play some blackjack and then you're going to play blackjack you bought your best suit and then afterwards you're going to kill yourself um and that's the perfect podcast this is it this is a good prelude to the old end of it all it's scent of a woman but instead of new york you're going to vegas it's a bit of rain man meets scent of a woman and there we have now a good pitch whoever's taking notes write that down as the first movie pitch of the night um talking shit i was doing a podcast jeez i went off sorely i fucking went hiking like at nine or something this morning it's hot as balls here in la i don't know how i went actually i do if anyone's taking notes that was the first lie of the podcast i claimed not to know what i was doing and i'm lying i'm a dirty little lying whore dirty little whore dirty little whore just lying around the place saying oh only god can judge me and indeed, no, that's not true because I judge myself. Others will judge me. People will message me all the time and say, you know, you look fat in clothes. <laughs> People will come up to me at shows and hug me and say, wow, I thought you were going to be fatter. And that, in a way, is judgment itself. You're judging me based on my baggy T-shirt appearance and you think I'm fat. And then I take off my top and you're like, blinded, blinded by the lights. The APAC hits you right in the cor- coronary. Corona. Who knows the words? Words have no meaning in quarantine. It's all a blur. It's all a blur. Um, and people like to judge. They'll say, well, you look fatter. You look fatter with clothes on. And I'll say, could you not say, look at this eight pack? And they'll say, no. Get the fuck away from me. Eight pack, Peggy Hayes. Get the fuck away. And I'll say, my bad. I, I apologize for entering your premises with no top on. I just thought you were in the mood to see an eight pack and you weren't. So I left. And now I can breathe out and release the gut. Because deep down, we're all fat fucks. Huh? Deep down, we're all fat, lazy pieces of shit. Deep down, we're all a fatty liver killing ourselves from the inside out. Um, but 
but I was then saying, oh yeah, hiking this morning, I went hiking last week, it felt unreal, unreal, I'm unreal in the morning and at night time, it's just a big old lump of daylight in between, to where I struggle, it's where I collapse, my bowels let loose, my head gets overheated, my sweat glands turn up to 94 degrees, and it's just a fine time. But once the night time hits, oh, Betsy, put me on the dance floor. Because I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'll, I'm ready. I won't probably be ready. I'll have to tie my lace, fix my hair, have a quick shot. Because I'll be dancing. Still amazed by people who can dance sober. Fair play to them. I saw a girl dancing sober earlier. I said, that's impressive. She said, I don't have any rhythm. I said, yeah, but you just don't care. So it's hot. Um. Whereas I care too much, I'd be like, and left foot forward, and big box, small box, big box, small box, throw the darts, throw the darts, throw the darts. And then the dance floor is empty, and I'm dancing on my own, at my own wedding. Everyone's left. The wife has left me. It's all over. It's all over before again began. I used to do, like, work in a hotel in um, Ireland growing up, and weddings used to be some laugh, because women would get so horny and just feel me up. <laughs> And I'd be like 16 or 17, just be like, oh yeah, have a nice little rummage. <laughs> have a nice little rummage, bridesmaids, aunt, aunt to the to the groom, whoever you are. Have a nice little rummage. I'd be serving mulled wine and they'll be coming around drunk. Give us a look at your dick. I'd be like, I, I'm working, you know, but feel free to have a feel. You know, I'm equal opportunity over here. Feel free to have an old fumble, an old rumble in the jungle. And they'd rumble me, and they'd fumble me, and they'd give me a hand job through the pocket of my pants, just standing there <laughs> with mulled wine at the entrance of a wedding, the best day of their lives, and one of their horny, horny women in the pack would come over and give me a hand job through my pants pocket. And you know, that's what it's like growing up in Ireland. It's a hand job in the pants pocket. The pants pocket hand job, as we say, that's the lifestyle that we live in Ireland. Um... That's what you want, really, a nice little pants pocket hand job. That's all you need to be happy. You don't need the fancy shit. It's nice, but at the end of the day, all you need is a little pants pocket hand job. That's all you want. You dig deep, you, you accept that life is ups and downs. It's not all blow jobs and fairies and rim jobs. I wonder who's out there. Who's the rim job king or queen of the world? I'll tell you something, it's not me. But I will accept a pants pocket hand job. That's one thing I'm very accepting. A very, I'm, I'm, I'm a generous man like that. Slip a hand in my pocket, work away, work away there, love, work away there. Auntie June, work away there, work away there, Uncle Father Terry. If that's what you need to do, Terry, use me, use me to get it all out. <laughs> I remember one time there was like a girl my age at some wedding. She's probably older actually. She was probably 18 and I was 16. She was like, follow me to the bathroom. And I was like, okay. I put down the bottle of champagne that was meant to be for the bride and the groom. <laughs> I said, I got to start something out there in the bathroom, lads. I'll be right back. Went up to the bathroom, just making out <laughs> in the bed. In this, like, meant to be closed off bathroom. Just making out in the sink. And all pants, pocket, hand shandy. <laughs> the BP. The PPHS, um, and next minute her like little brother walked in. He's like, "What are you doing?" 
She's like, don't tell anyone. <laughs> he was too late. He's like, mom. And he ran off. And <laughs> I went back and tried to find the bottle of champagne for the wife and the groom. The husband and the wife. What is it? The bride and the groom. Jesus, can't talk. I'm wrecked tired. The sun beat me up today. Um, and they decided to let me go. <laughs> and then I just said, all right maybe not <laughs> i just went to another part of the hotel and the other bar had finished working and they were uh, drinking in like the what's it called what's that room where people hang out at work the staff room jesus can't talk can't remember words we went to the staff room drinking playing poker <laughs> and then the boss came in and he was oh he wasn't even the main boss the main boss was playing poker and drinking so like a little fucker fired me um, I went hanging out with the main boss Playing poker and drinking Until about 3am The little fucker came in And said why the fuck are you here I said I'm playing poker with the boys <laughs> What was his name again He little rat Rat head up in him Mr. Ratman So Mr. Ratman was freaking at me He's like why the fuck are you here I fucking fired you hours ago <laughs> And I was like, I was just playing poker with the boys. And then the main dude was like, he's not fired. I like him. And the rat, Mr. Ratman <laughs> was like, he's fired. I fired him. He was making out. He was hooking up. He was shifting a girl in the bathroom. And we were all drunk. And they were like, were you shifting? And I said, I was. She was hot. And they said, ah, you're not fired. <laughs> and then I wasn't fired. I got my job back. And they gave me a bottle of champagne for some reason. <laughs> some guy who was working at the bar was, um, he found a bottle of champagne that was meant to be for the bride and groom. And he took it out to the garden outside and he buried it in a hole. <laughs> what a mess. This is like a five-star hotel too. Jesus, go to Ireland. This should be an ad for Ireland. Ireland tourism. You can take this snippet. I give it to you for free. Take the snip and be like, come to Ireland, stay in one of our fine hotels. Come have a wedding. There'll be a fucking tall, lanky fucker with spiky hair. He'll be getting a hand shandy in the pants pocket. Material between the hand and the penis, between the hand and the knob. So don't worry, there won't be any venereal diseases. What the fuck does venereal mean? This is a non-Googling podcast, so I can't look it up. But back to the ad for Tourism Ireland. Board Falja, Ireland. Um, and it's uh, come to this wedding and we'll give you a nice bottle of champagne for your toast. Unless, of course, the guy who's getting the hand shandy <laughs> leaves the bottle of champagne down by the door while he goes and makes out with a, with a member of your bridal party. <laughs> and they get busted by her younger brother. And in the meantime, another shady guy that works in the staff, if he comes over and he takes that bottle, and for some reason, for some fucking bizarre reason, he decides, I'm going to bury this in the garden and give it to Mark later. What a weird thing to do. Fair play to him, but like, I couldn't drink it. He came back in with a bottle of champagne. I have your, <laughs> I have your champagne. This is why we're all playing poker. And I was like, oh, yeah, thanks, because I didn't want him... <laughs> to be fucking ratted out that he robbed the bride and groom's champagne and the main boss was like that's your champagne and i was like it is yeah 
<laughs> it is, yeah. And he was like, why did you have that? I was like, I just brought it for work for after. And they were like, should we drink it? And I was like, yeah, that's why, <laughs> that's why I brought it. And we were just guzzling champagne. Fun times. Anyway, that's a great wedding story. And that's, that's segment one out of the way. Segment one, as you know, every week, listener, is about weddings. This is a wedding podcast. If you need any bridal uh, advice, you came to the right man. Wear pink. <laughs> Wear a nice pink dress. We had someone write in on Instagram. I said this is now an advice podcast too. So if you want any love advice, life advice, it has to be specific and it has to be about you. So if, like, if you're dating someone and something's gone wrong, talk to me. Ask me a question. You got a problem at work? Ask me a question. I'll fucking give you the world's worst advice. But you never know. Deep down at the very end, there might be a nugget of joy. There might be something where you're like, ah, Jesus, I didn't waste 55 minutes of my day. I finally heard something. He told me to read a book. He passed on the advice giving to a book. I'll do that. I don't have no qualms about passing on. That's where I get all my advice. Good books. I'm reading this Haruki Murakami book. As I seem to always be. Kafka on the shore. And I swear to God, I'm 75. I'm like three quarters of the way through it. Because I'm reading it on my Kindle. And I'm like, what the fuck? Once again, what is this happening? What Murakami is happening? I'm like a woman having sex with me. There's confusion. There's... The promises are broken he told me he was good <laughs> and i'm like i'm sorry just look it's not about what's happening it's about the it's about the energy sex with me is like a murakami book it's a metaphor for something else and don't forget that this is usually sex with me is a metaphor for my life huh not how I thought it was going to pan out. I thought it was going to be one way. And now I'm having sex with this guy who sweats a lot. Why is he sweating? Why is he sweating? The AC is pumping. And yet he's sweating. And he's sniffing. Does he, is he doing cocaine? Is he doing meth? And I'll, I'll just look at you and I'll say, it's allergies. <laughs> it's allergies. She, the girl will be like, ha <laughs> It's allergies, just in case. But you're wondering, I don't know why the sweat is. The sweat is probably my sweat glands, you know. I don't know the ins and outs. And she'll just say, is the sex over? And I'll say, yeah, I think it is. I think it is, all right, because I'm sweating so much. I feel dizzy. I feel faint. Uh, but that's what a Murakami book is like. It's like, it's a metaphor. It's like me. It's a metaphor for something else. Um, but I don't know what's happening and I still like it can you say the same about having sex with me would you, if you don't know what's happening would you still like it no there'll be confusion there'll be letdowns I like to I feel like the sex poems I write are fantasy in the sense that in the sex poems I'll make the girl have an orgasm and that's the fa- <laughs> that's the fantasy right there the fantasy is that you'll have an orgasm during sex with me the reality is you'll check your your clock your watch check your watch you'll give an odd cough <coughs> and I'll say pardon and you'll say nothing continue I'll say thank you and then I'll go back sweating some more and you'll be like wow that was fantasy because that's not what's happening here um i was showing my buddy i was this girl i was going to hang out with and my buddy was like what she looked like and i showed him a picture (laughs) and he got so angry because she's so hot (laughs) 
<laughs> and I love making because I have a few friends and they get very angry and it's the best there's nothing better than a friend getting angry at me because a girl likes me oh the joy the joy they get so confused and he was just like what the fuck is it man are you a secret billionaire <laughs> what is happening <laughs> I'd say no I'm just a pure delight pure sweaty delight they'd be like do they know you sweat I'd be like they'll find out <laughs> do they know you cry when you dance and they'll say they'll find out it's all the, it's all to be found out I feel like the thing is in LA it'd be tough for women in LA to like date I feel because the dudes are mostly like ball bag bore bags that's a new f- new phrase. Someone get that tattooed in their body. Please don't be a ball bag, bore bag, bore bag. Ball bag is in like, they're not great people. Like, it's rare that you meet someone that like, oh, this person's legit. Oh, this person at the core is good. And then bore bags, they'll just be like, oh, yeah, do you like my, do you like my, do you like my wingtip shoes? <laughs> or I got a story about some stocks. Do you want to hear about my stocks? The stocks are going up. Yeah, I don't really know. I just bought a couple of uh, stocks on Robinhood, and now I think I'm, I do stocks. Should we get another bottle of champagne? Where's that? Where's that guy who's getting a, a hand job outside? He'll bring us some champagne. So yeah, don't be a ball bag, bore bag. Um, maybe it's my accent. I don't know why they want to hang out. Secret billionaire. That's the joy of living in LA. You never know what's going to happen. Although people have asked me recently. People are like, oh, how are you getting on in L.A.? Because there's no stand-up, and it's not a lot of fun at the moment. I don't think anywhere is, which I have to keep remembering. I'll be like, ah, oh, should I go here? Should I go there? And I'm like, no, nah, everyone's crap now. <laughs> L.A. is delightful. It's just the people. I love it still. It's just you meet so many pricks. But you meet pricks everywhere. But you also meet the best people ever. So, you know, you got to hang in there, people. You got to dig deep and really, you got you to gotta, you gotta go for it. And you, you just got to uh, realize one day you're going to end up selling your body for sex. And once you get to that. But I feel like people are like, what's LA like? And I just tell them, oh, I need drugs now to go <laughs> to go to sleep. I can't sleep naturally on my own. That's what LA has done to me. And now I need some sort of drug. I need a drug system in my system to get me to sleep. And then when I wake up, I need to make, take more drugs just to wake up. I'm not joking. I probably take 30 pills a day. All the vitamins and like gummies and shit. That's definitely 20 to 26. And then at night time, I'll take about three or four. <laughs> I don't, they're not melatonin, they're not sleeping pills. I got them online. I can't remember the name. A girl told me about them. And they're actually good. Ah, oh, if only I had the energy to go out to my kitchen and find out what the name But Can't remember, but they're good. They don't leave you groggy. Fucking melatonin will just have you knocked out. Jesus, brutal. It doesn't help me sleep. And then the next day, I'm just like, oh, I'm fucking dead to the world. My beautiful brain, my beautiful brain is ghost because of these stupid drugs and because now i don't take benetton i can have profound ideas i feel like monday and tuesday during quarantine they should be changed to saturday too and sunday too because they're the worst days of the week once we get to wednesday thursday friday saturday sunday i'm dancing it's monday or tuesday it's just like oh here we go again oh let's go and i know every day feels the same but it doesn't 
it doesn't monday monday is when you're like all right won't be working again this week no purpose for me this week so that's nice let's drink 79 79 cups of coffee is that as good as purpose no just coasting coasting through life and you're just dealing with fucking idiots left right and center like i saw a dude the other day there was a girl giving out to a guy because he was coughing and he wasn't wearing a mask and he had a big beard in him and she was like you should really be wearing a mask and he's like i am my beard works like a mask and i was just looking at him and everyone just looked at him and it's like oh for the love of god they need the fucking vaccine for these fucking idiots idiots i posted on my instagram story the other day about like just a girl posted some article about oh look here's the fucking science behind wearing a mask it's so mental that you still have to go on about this mental but i'm not going back to work until everyone wears a mask and it's all curtailed and shut down and it's squashed and squished and fucking trampled on that's why i feel so passionate about masks for the love of jesus um but I posted on my story and people, the abuse I got, people were like, shut the fuck up, masks don't do anything, shut up, go back to Ireland if you don't like it. <laughs> it's like, what do you want about you, fuckhead? Come on now. Don't be this stupid. But they're stupid. Although one girl was very hot, she's like, that's not true. Masks don't do anything. And this is how I know I'm weak. This is how I know I'm very weak. I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So true. <laughs> what a weak fucking cunt I am. Ah, yeah, no, masks are grand. Masks are all right. <laughs> Don't mind about the masks, huh? I can't wait for Sunday to come, and now I'm going to just think about that. Sunday shame. I love Sundays. You're hungover on a Sunday. You do a little blink. Blink your eyes. That momentary blink, everything shameful I've ever done flashes. Oh, the joy the cold sweat of the shame of it all is unreal just counting down and that's why i want to have two sundays sunday one is the normal sunday sunday two is tuesday so because saturday sunday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday sunday sun saturday sunday tuesday wednesday thursday friday oh i imagine much better the week would be jeez we'd have a laugh we'd be out there dancing you'd be out there on dates and you could uh, post on fucking Instagram like a real cunt. I realize like most Instagram posts is just like the gist is how do I make my sadness look pretty? How can I pretty up the sadness that is screaming out from my sad eyes on this beautiful body? And how do I make it look pretty? And here's a filter. And wow, I'm sad. And I'm too <laughs> I feel like LA is just full of people who think they're too pretty to be sad. And um, <laughs> they're like, they think they're too good looking too, not to be successful. <laughs> they're like, what? I'm this because they're so hot. Jesus, there's so many hot people here. There's also like, there's some gimps. I'm going out with my buddy Leo. We went out the other night. Our buddy owns a bar. We went there and we had like our own section down an alley. It was great. It was just the two of us. But people kind of walked by us to get to this other section, but they were far enough away. And I took a picture of Leo because he's a, he's a funny cunt. And people responded and they were just like talking. And then someone was like, um, 
oh, this girl that Leo likes, she responded. She goes, oh, where are you? And I told her. And I was like, what are you doing tonight? And she just left me on scene. <laughs> and I was like, why would you ask me something? And then I responded. And then you just don't respond. <laughs> it's so weird. That's why everyone in LA is a rude country, really. And I said to Leo, and he was like, oh, yeah, that's why I stopped talking to her. She just leaves me unseen the whole time. And I was like, nice. Nice to be left unseen. It's nice to be, it's nice to feel like shit when someone reaches out and says, what are you up to? And you're trying to be nice. And you're like, this is what I'm up to. And then they leave you on, what are you up to? And then you're left unseen. I feel like that's, someone the other day was talking about pay pigs. <laughs> pay pig is when, a man pays a woman to fucking abuse him over the phone. I think it's all, maybe it's in person. I think it's over the phone. So he pays the woman to give her abuse, give him abuse, pay pig. And someone was like, you should have female pay pigs. But it's just me being nice to them. I probably, I, I was laughing about pay pig and I was talking to a girl. And she was like, shut your pay pig fucking cunt mouth. And I was like, oh, Jesus, I have an erection. <laughs> oh, no, am I into pay pig, the pay pig life? Oh, Jesus, the pay pig comes alive within me. Here's some money. I'm a secret billionaire. That's why some hot women want to talk to me. And then they leave you unseen. It's funny, one time I was chatting to a girl. She was, like, stupidly hot. But then she kept being like, oh, yeah, we should hang out. <laughs> and she just listed off drugs that we should do. And I was like, ah, just booze, you know. She's like, come on, come on. Like pushing me. And then I was just like, does she want to hang out or is she a drug dealer? <laughs> is she just trying to get me hooked? Is she going to give me the first one free? Here, just take a hit of meth. The first one free and then you're dancing. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh, I'm weak. Jeez, thank God no hot women have asked me to do heroin that I'm into. Because I'd be like, okay, let's do <laughs> Okay, let's throw it all away, huh? Let's throw it all away. I'm down. My life isn't going to plan. I'm down to do, I'm, da I'm down. I tried to order coffee the other day and it fucking, it felt like triathlon. The woman had to understand me, my accent, they can't understand me. I was wearing a face mask. It's already muffled. And then they have a screen between them. <laughs> it was like the articulation and the fucking loudness. Basically screaming in the perfect accent. I'll have a nice coffee. It's like the time I tried. I was too hungover. I hate when I'm hungover and I'm comfortable and I just speak like normal. Like this. This must be tough for you to understand. As I don't enunciate. While I chug coffee at 9 o'clock p.m. The things I do for you dirty whores. Um, and I was trying to order a nice Americano. And the dude was just looking at me so confused. And I was just hungover. And I was like, is it my hair? Is my hair very hungover? Because that's a good way to know I'm hungover when my hair is a mess. And he just looked at me and he said, I'm sorry, I don't speak Arabic. And I was like, what? The <laughs> was I speaking Arabic? What was happening just now? What was going on, buddy? And that's, it felt like that, trying to order the other day at Starbucks, especially when they're so cheery. They're so cheery, and then they're like, 
put off because maybe they don't expect an accent out of my beautiful mouth that they can't see behind the beautiful mask. Um, yeah, and it was tough. So, you know, I was after that, I was sat in my car and I said, well, you know, if a hot woman was to offer me heroin now, I'd say, let's try <laughs> Let's throw it all away. You know, I've got nothing to live for. I can't order coffee. I can't. It's amazing, too. In America, I still talk to my Irish buddy about this, where they'll have, like, they love having sober dates. Like, there's nothing more to me than the idea of going over to a girl's house and watching Netflix and being sober. And I don't want to drink during the week, so I'm just sober. And then you're just sitting there, and then you're just like, Am I meant to make a move? <laughs> What's the etiquette? This is the most foreign thing in the world to me. We do not do this in Ireland. You have to be married to the woman. <laughs> and then you don't even know if you can get a kiss. But in America, this is what you do. This is what you do for fun, you psycho fuckers. You'll for fun sit in the couch and wonder, should I make a move? I feel like if I'm like that with someone, that's my inner body being like, ah... You're not into her. Because if I liked a girl, I'd just be like, oh, better. Swoop, swoop of the head. An awkward swoop of the head. Now you're kissing some lips. Now you're on the dance floor. You're out there enjoying your living life. You're gallivanting. You're gallivanting up and down. Um, and you're not even thinking that you're on a couch. You're away. You're sailing through the stars, the Milky Way, all oh, the galaxy. Jeez, look down below. This kiss is amazing. And then you... <laughs> I had to have told the story about the time once. A girl invited me over to the house and gave me soup. And I sat in her couch eating soup that was too hot. <laughs> I was really hungover. She was like, come out and hang out. And I was like, eh. She's like, I'm making soup. And I was starving. I was like, ah, soup might help my hangover. I went over there. And then there was no radio or there was no music or TV on. And she just gave me soup that was really hot. So I couldn't hold the bowl. But I was on a couch and the coffee table was really low, so I was like just leaning low, lean low to the windows, to the to the walls. Soup all over me balls. I have soup all over me balls. The soupy balls, you know, soupy balls. That's what that's what life is all about, really. Soupy balls. But I was eating the soup that was just a fucking bucket of salt. I was like, oh, what am I doing? <laughs> Why am I doing this on a Monday? Fuck it, this should be Saturday too, not Monday. There is no more Monday. Um, and I was just like, this is awful. And then I knew she wanted to hook up, but I wasn't into it. <laughs> it was just, and I had a big soup tongue. I mean, you know, you get that fucking fluffy tongue after soup. I hate soup tongue. Hate soup tongue. Not a fan of soup tongue. Oh, that was awful. Never again am I going off to a girl's house. Never again. Unless I know I want to kiss her. And how do you know? You just don't. This is the wrong. You come here for love? Not here, buddy boy. Not here, Janie Jane. It's tough, too, talking to people in L.A. Because, like, people are fucking stupid. They think they're smart. This girl the other day told me, I'm too smart for it to be my birthday next week. And I was like, hmm what the fuck does that mean? And I was like, what do you mean? Is it your birthday next week? And she's like, yeah. But I'm too smart for it to be my birthday next week. 
And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what does that mean? You're too smart for it to be your birthday. And then I'm just dumbed down and stupefied. I'm just like, huh? Don't know what the fuck is happening. And she's using words so with such like assurance, such confidence the way she's saying it. I'm like, am I meant to know what the fuck this nut job is saying to me? But I didn't, and I had to stop talking to her, because I was like, are you on drugs? Am I talking to a fucking computer? What in the love of Jesus Christ is happening? Couldn't figure it out. And I'm glad I didn't. I moved on, people. You know, you can't just sit around uh, lamenting the past or worrying about the future. you got to be there now in the present, here now. I keep reading a lot of stuff. This is one thing I'm trying to do. This is America's good for it. They'll be like, be kind to yourself. <laughs> be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself. Don't talk the way you talk to yourself. Pretend that you're giving your, your friend advice. Talk to yourself like that. So I tried to do that the other day, and I was just like, hey, Mark. Hey, friend. And I said, yeah, what's up, Mark? Be like, you're a dumb fuck, huh? <laughs> and I'd be like, ah, oh, you got me. Good one, friend. You really got me. And they'd be like, remember when you couldn't figure out when the girl was saying she was too smart for it to be her birthday? And I'd be like, yeah, I don't really. <laughs> and then my voice was, <coughs> oh, my voice almost cracked. Almost cracked. Imagine you're having sex with me and my voice cracked. Well, it happened before. The poor girl, is she listening now? Hopefully not. Hopefully she's blocked me on all platforms. And if someone says, why did you block him? And you'd be saying, we were having sex one time and his voice cracked during sex. Is this good? And you'd be like, oh, dear Jesus. Oh, dear Lord above. I remember one time too, one of the first times I was in LA, like just came. A girl tried to get me back to her place by saying she wasn't homeless, but she does live on a boat. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I was just new I was new to this far land dear listener don't give me grief come on we're all buddies here and I was like huh she's like oh, just so you know I'm not homeless I just do live on a boat and I was trying to be you know me don't be rude you're in a foreign land parents have brought you up very polite very nice all that jargon don't fucking don't be a cunt to this poor homeless woman who lives on a boat to this poor boaty don't be mean to the boaty. She was like, you want to come back to my boat? And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Thank God I didn't go back. I was in West Hollywood and her boat was in Marina Del Rey or some shit. And it wasn't a good boat. I was like, was it a good boat? And she's like, it's a small one. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going back to a raft. <laughs> Am I going to have sex in a raft? Thankfully, I said, I'll be, I'm going to the bar. I'm going to get a drink at the bar. Would you like something? She said, I'd love a glass of champagne. I said, I sure you fucking would, Boaty. I'll be right back. And I pulled the old, never went back. You know the trick. You know it well. Never went back. That time I was boozing with Chris Evans, Captain America. And he was buying rounds. And then I, I was like, oh, I'll get a round, will I? He said, yeah. He ordered some fucking champagne. That was through the roof. It would have fucking broke me. I said, all right, yeah, I'll be right back. <laughs> I left the VIP area. And guess what? I never went back. And that's, 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 a, you, that's the gist of this packet. You got to keep moving forward. Don't be looking behind you, you dirty whores. 
don't be taking advice. <laughs> you know what's weird too? I realize like women who take advice from gay da- guys that aren't good at dating. Why are you taking advice from these dudes? I know they're sounding funny, but if you're taking actual advice, you're going to be single forever. Fuck him. Anal. <laughs> Let him do anal. Fuck him. He doesn't deserve you. <laughs> I know those dudes, and I know women who take advice from them, and they're all a fucking mess. <laughs> they're a bigger mess than me. And you're taking life advice, and you're wondering why you're single, and you're doing Molly. <laughs> At 6 (laughs) a.m. That's hilarious. (coughs) You're all sitting around. They're just turning you into a gay dude. They're not happy. They don't want you to be happy. Just the ones I know. Most gay dudes I know (coughs) are happy. Oh, I'm dying. I'm dying. The corona. It's kicking in. Me heart. Me heart. It's like a nail in me heart. So yeah, if I was a woman, I would not suddenly, especially if you're in your 30s, and you suddenly find that all your friends are gay dudes and you're single, there's a reason. There's a reason. It's a, it's a fucking beacon. It's a lighthouse. It's a foghorn blown in your face. You're taking advice from dudes who aren't good at dating. That'd be like taking advice from me on staying sober at the weekends. <laughs> be like, hi, you're, you're listening to him? Be like, yeah. He's my teacher. <laughs> He's my teacher now. It's hilarious, right? One time when I was young, every weekend was just fights in Ireland. Fights, 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 more fights, fights and fights and fights. It was just fights nonstop. And then it was like bubbling over. There was like one gang in one school and one gang in another school. And they wanted to get in a big fight. And this guy was trying to drag me in. And I was like, I don't want to go fighting. I just wanted to have a little hand shandy uh, pants pocket hand job. <laughs> As you do. You know me, dear listener. That's all I'm out for. And um, the two was like, come on, man. You, we can't. We got to. It's, it's, it's our clan. And here's the thing. He was saying his clan because it was a certain part of Cork where they all lived. And I lived in a different part. And I was like, ah, technically, it's not my cl- <laughs> And the reason was because they were going to, like, knives were coming out. People were fucking hammering nails into, like, hurley sticks, which is like a hockey stick, a flat hockey stick. And he was like, you go home and you get your fucking hurley stick and you fucking hammer nails into it. And you come out and you hit the first fucking guy you see. And I was like, all right, all right, buddy. <laughs> all right champ i'm gonna go home and do that right now <coughs> i went home and i sat down in front of the tv and i ate a couple of bowls of cereal a couple of bowls of special k and my mom said are you going out tonight and i said nah it's safer if i don't go out trying to beat the fuck out of people with fucking nails in a stick and she was like okay don't eat too much cereal because you, you look fat with clothes on. And I'll say, thanks, mom. That won't come back to haunt me later in life. And um, that guy now who's trying to get me to hammer nails into a, a stick and go beat people over the head <laughs> with the nails. He's now a teacher, maybe a principal back in Ireland. He's in charge of children. <laughs> so, you know, you, you're listening to this and you're saying, should I be listening to this fucking... Oh, you should. Oh, you should. You should listen to this little... Pe- this little pay pig. <laughs> I'm a little pay pig, and that's all you need to know. 
All right, I gotta go. I gotta go meet Leo. We're going back. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot. So we were down in an alleyway in this bar. There's no one around us, and this girl walked by, and she was saying some shit. She was like a big rapper sister. So the people at the bar were kind of being nice to her because they wanted his business. And she was, and Leo was like, oh, are you okay? And she had lost her grill. She was eating with a grill, like the fucking diamonds you put in your mouth or some shit like that. Um, I can't describe it any better. I don't know exactly what it is. It's a grill. You just put it in your mouth and it's full of diamonds or gold, whatever. And she's like spat it into a tissue and just left the tissue on the table she was sitting at. And the people cleaning the table just threw all the fucking tissues out. She came back freaking. She's there like, you fucking threw out my thing. And they were like, it was in a tissue. We'll go look for it in the trash. And she's like, why is my grill in the trash? And she was like, walk past us in a huff. And then Leo was just being nice. He was like, is everything okay? And she was like, is everything okay? And she picked up a knife and a fork. <laughs> and she threw him at his head. <laughs> Leo had a fork coming for his eyeball and a knife for his neck and he dodged it the little fucker dodged it um and uh, you know you, you live to he, he's you ride another day all right i gotta go i gotta end it abruptly oh someone emailed or sent a message saying i have some dating advice would you have sex with a trump supporter and i would say yeah you should actually because they're probably angry so it'll probably be if you're into that rough sex probably good and then after they have an orgasm they'll be relaxed and then you can be like okay here's why you should vote for someone other than that and that's my plan you know make everyone come relax them chill them out and they won't be psychotic fuckers especially if they're angry angry men um so you know just go out there and give a hand job and you're doing your part for your country as jfk once said Think not of what you can do for your country, but give out a hand job because you never know. It could be helpful to someone. Right. <laughs> oh, Betsy, what a great note to end on. All right, hit me up on Instagram if you have any more great questions at the Marquez, Twitter at Tricky2. All right, bye. Good talk, good talk, good talk, good talk. Go on, Chuck. Good talk, good talk, good talk, good talk, good talk.